Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. And that's a broadcast. It's on TV. And you can watch it. They got 19 seasons. That's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though. But the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts, Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host, Jamal. Last week, if you listened, you were like, where's where is the co-host? Where are the fun characters on this podcast? They're nowhere to be seen. It was just Jamal and Brian. And I don't know if they've got what it takes to kind of carry their own podcast. And I think you're right. And so this week we have a co-host and his name is Jeff Ray. And he was in the intro song you just heard. Say what's up, Jeff. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Yeah, we got a co-host again. And Brian's here too. Hey, Brian. Thank you. I was yeah, Brian's to here too. Uh, Jeff, Bri- is it weird to listen to yourself do a song? Uh, with other people, yeah. Yeah, um, well, I was watching you the whole time to see what your face would do. Yeah, and I was, was front facing you, so you wouldn't know what I thought about the song. I was not looking yeah. at you out of respect. Uh, that was cool. I was trying not to smile because I actually enjoy the theme song. But it's people like it, and I do too. They're not wrong. Yeah. Um, this is slightly off topic, but just to be safe, uh, my audio on this thing looks like a flat line. I just want to give you guys that heads up and make sure that that's cool. I told you it was soft. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll update it on the other end. We'll see what we can do. We'll do the okay. best I can. Yeah, like as long as you're getting it, but I don't want, I'd feel bad if you guys ended up with an episode where you just had a ghost guest, you know? I'll keep it where they just can't hear you. It'll be funny. People try to guess what you say. Awesome. Um, I do have a question about the theme song. 20 is going to be hard to fit in there in that spot where it says 19, like 19 and 17 fit, but 20, they got 20 seasons. It doesn't really, it doesn't have a good flow to it. Am I wrong? No, you're uh, absolutely correct. And when it comes time to update, I'll probably have to just update maybe that entire line. Okay. Or find another way to say 20. Yeah, they got. Uh, do people still say twanky? Does that work? You keep trying to get this going, this twanky. What? You keep trying to get. I'm people bringing to it say back. I'm bringing back twanky and twanky. You want this to be in the lexicon, and you just gotta let it go, man. Twenty is so boring. Make it twanky. What if you need twenty twinkies? Yeah, then like uh, I'm here to pick up tw- uh, twenty twinkies, and I'm gonna pay with a twanky. And we get twanky Twinkies, and they're like, all right, that'll be a Twinkie. Like, all right. God, I'm never going back to North Dakota. Why? 20 Twinkies. Huh? That sounds like North Dakota or like Minnesota talk. 20 Twinkies and Twinkie. You ever met someone from North Dakota? No, that's why I'm saying. People don't live there. It's a blank state. Oh, it's a North and South Dakota are blank states. It's a blank canvas. There's nobody there. You know who they should put there? You ever met someone from either of the Dakotas? 
Um, sorry to rain on your parade, but yeah. No, you which 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 one? Actually, um, just to give a quick shout out, Flex Matthews, a rapper from DC, is from one of the Dakotas. I think North mm-hmm. Dakota, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I can I can never tell them apart. We both knew that. Someone yeah. tells you that they're from Dakota. That means they have a questionable past, and they are trying to hide it. I mean, I've seen Fargo, so I don't. I don't dispute that statement. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Where are you from, North Dakota? Oh, why'd you move to Hawaii? So you've killed someone. Yeah. So why'd you come all the way to Hawaii? You're so far from home. Uh, trying to get away from Top Chef. Trying to run away from my past. Yeah, my my past as a podcaster for a, the official Top Chef podcast. Trying to get, a, trying to escape it. Brian, did mm. you do anything this past weekend? Hmm, we recorded on Saturday, so what have I done since Saturday? <laughs> um, we already did the flea mark. Farmers okay, market you don't thing. have anything. I have something. I was up in North Beach, son, relaxing. I was looking at my calendar, relaxing at the pool, hanging out with some friends. I mean, I was in. I was in that pool. That sun beaming down. Then I cooked for them, chefs. I prepared for you. You I cooked just, for them. I cooked for them, chefs. I prepared for you. Don't say that. I, like, that wasn't last night. Don't don't break the game. That's that's not for this. I'm. This is just what I prepared. I prepared for them, um, grilled ribeye steaks with a red wine pan sauce to follow, and it was delectable. And sautéed uh, Brussels sprouts. It was divine. I mean, I'm still getting compliments from that sauce. So you're showing off your your sauce work now. You're you have taken your sauce show on the road. Yeah, I'm, I, I this was a plan. This was a plan for like this is probably why I was practicing the sauces because I knew I was having this dinner and I had said, hey, I want to practice one of these sauces and I'll I'll, I'll use the grill. And uh, I'll really wow you guys because every time we cook, you know, I've been told I'm a dry boy. Some of my meals need a sauce. So I'm trying to up my game. And boy, there was nothing dry about this. I sous vide the steaks for two and a half hours while I was there. And that was the time spent just in the pool, relaxing, living good like I should. (laughs) And then I got out and, and got my chef on. Had an apron. I brought a whole bunch of utensils. They were like, wait, did you bring a bunch of stuff from your own place to cook here? I said, yeah, dog. I got to be comfortable in this kitchen, you know? And so I just started uh, cooking and prepping and dicing. And shallots were flying and dicing everywhere. I had tablespoons of butter that were becoming slightly stuck together because they were sitting out in in the cool North Beach air. It was a party. And then, just to set off the sauce... She has a herb garden in the window. She just opened up a window. I said, do you have any fresh herbs? She said, do I? She just opened up a window. This is the whitest shit I've ever seen in my life. I said, do you have any herbs? I thought she was going to go to the fridge. She went to the window, opened the window, and just said, I've got thyme. I've got rosemary. I've got, what did she say? She's a dill. I was like, she's just growing them outside the window. I had the freshest rosemary I've ever had in my life. So that's what I did. It was a good weekend. Yeah, pretty good weekend. Put birds under that shit. <laughs> Where's put, some, put, some, put some fucking bird noises under that shit. All right. <laughs> fucking drank my ass off. Then we went walking around on the boardwalk. Is this all a lie? 
No, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was I was rocking with you till you said you drank your ass off, and I was like, I don't I don't feel like Jamal really drinks. <laughs> I so don't. I was like, oh, wait, this is a lie. <laughs> no, I don't. You're right. But I did oh. drink a lot this weekend. Well, that's awesome. You drink at North Beach. It's what you do. Yeah. You, when you Where's go to North, North Beach, Beach, it's east of DC by the coast, by Chesapeake Bay. It's like the west of the Chesapeake. Is, is it's it a like town that? I didn't know. What? It's not like that Sandy Spring Park that's like under the Bay Bridge, right? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. This is a pretty nice nice town. I didn't even know this existed until they moved there. Yeah, this sounds new. I'm going to have to go check it out. Oh, it's not new. It's like it's been there. I just didn't know about it. But it's it's a nice little quiet beach town like and their house has a pool and it's and the last time I was there it was like it was uh, just being put together so it wasn't really like a home yet, but now it's like a home. And like this is their getaway. They they leave the city on the weekends and they just go chill out there. And I was like, Phew. the next morning we had bacon and eggs for breakfast. And then by 9 a.m., my ass was outside sitting in a, in a beach chair getting a tan. And I don't even look like I've gotten a tan, but trust me, I was sitting in that sun. And then I was in the pool for two hours. And then I was like, all right, I got to drive back home. That's so cool, I'm happy that we have a guest on who's, who thinks that me having a life um, for a weekend is me lying and telling a story. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I was, I was very impressed with your, uh, your sauce. It made me think of uh, WAP, the way you were just saucing it up over there. So mm. I should have taken a picture. I, th- I, I fucked up. This is what happens when I drink. I forgot to do the basic, the little things. But I was, I was drinking and cooking and everything just came together. <laughs> What was the uh, what were your hosts slanging for drinks? What were you putting down that old uh, well, <clears throat> throat of yours? <laughs> Cabernet, Cabernet Sauvignon, wine, yeah, it's refined palate spill over here. They weren't getting a glass drink or anything. Yeah. Oh, I got I had three old fashions and then I had two glasses of wine. So the old fashions were before we started eating. I had two before I started cooking. And then I had one while I was cooking, and then to eat, I had a glass of wine, a lot of steak, a lot of Brussels sprouts, then another glass. I actually may have had three glasses of wine. Dang. Oh, and then we then we went to the bar, and I had the bar's version of Old Fashioned, and that one sucked. A bar. You went to a bar. I forgot the name of the bar, but they do a smoky Old Fashioned. Like, they put a little cover on your drink, and it's like smoke at the top, and you lift it up, and oh, the smoke goes away, and it makes the drink all smoky. Too smoky, if you ask me. I'm not a fan of smoke flavor. Don't like it. <laughs> Why? Do you want to? Do you want to like go it. deeper into that, or you just want to no, say it? I just don't like. It. I don't like mezcal. I don't like. Uh, you ever bought prov- like cheap provolone from the store, and they add the smoke flavor to it? That shit sucks. I just got cheap uh, mozzarella from a store that they added smoke flavor to. Is um, it trash? I don't know, man. I think like I like the smoke flavor, so. I don't dislike it, but wait, it's fine. It's fine. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, but when I eat shit with moz- smoked mozzarella in it, I'm I have to pause for a second because I'm like, what, what the fuck? 
and I'm like, oh wait, this is smoked mozzarella. So like mm-hmm. my my mm-hmm. brain doesn't and my taste buds don't fully like understand it yet. Hmm. But and other stuff, it's probably it's strange. Can I can I say something right now? Please. It feels like Brian. We haven't said anything, so please say something. And this is what I'm going to say now is more to this this <laughs> t- this tone that I'm getting. It seems like Brian's kind of upset that I had a good weekend. No, I had it a feels like too. a little haterade is being poured from the Gatorade bottle over there, and the the vibe is now. Ugh, I had to listen to Jamal have a good weekend for once. He shared <laughs> something on the podcast for once. Ugh. No, that's fine. I had a good weekend too. I watched a wrestling pay per view. It was great. Uh huh. And I made a good meal, which you'll hear about later. Mm-hmm. I went off in the kitchen. Our electricity went off. I had to light the burners by hand. Um, and then I did my thing. Mm-hmm. Jeff, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, I worked some. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually did a whole lot of nothing on Saturday. I was uh, a useless blob. Uh, and then Sunday, I pretty much just cleaned up at, in the house with my wife and uh, did some more work. I feel like mm. I feel like my life and Jamal's life have like flip flopped. Why is that? Where I feel like you're going out on the weekends. You're out in North Beach cooking mm-hmm. steaks for people, drinking wine, going to mm-hmm. bars, doing all mm-hmm. this stuff. Where you used to, at least what I felt like you used to do was uh, just kick it at home and like write jokes and play video games. And, Trust me, that's still happening. Yeah, but now like I'm at home kind of just doing my thing. I mean, this weekend, you know, last weekend wasn't much going on. You know, summer hasn't fully started for me yet. So it was it was very low key. But I did cook uh, eggplant lasagna last weekend. Mm. Okay. Egg that was plant. with the smoked mozzarella. That was. Uh, That's a making weird. you think twice. Was yeah. that with? Uh, is that eggplant strips as the noodles, or eggplants in the egg in the sauce? Eggplant strips as noodles. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds. Pasta is only like super special occasions over here. Okay, we're not doing the carb thing. Trying, trying to stave off that diabetes, my guy. Yeah. I'm trying to lose a foot. Wait, are you trying? Do you mean a foot of uh, in weight or an actual foot? Which one are you trying to reference here? Both will make me lose weight. Both will be a few a few pounds off. So one's a little more permanent than the other. Oh, for sure. Because you lose weight, it comes right back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. But if you lose a foot, you can just get like a cyborg foot. Mm-hmm. And That's I wish what... that they would do that i keep telling brian this he's not believing me I no i'm on the metformin now which is to keep my sugars down that's the thing that i'm doing hey i i, I hear you that's why i had to cut out bread and pizza says the man who ate pizza last night for the first time in over a year and a half i'm not a year and a half a month and a half holy crap check the check the <laughs> month check and a half the recordings month and a half, month and a half. All right, so Brian still ruined the vibe, so I guess we'll just move on to Chefs I Prepared for You. It's a segment we do every week, and it's where we talk about what we had for dinner last night and only last night and present it as if we were presented to you the judges. You have, Brian, any music requests? Yeah, that was because you always 
have a comment that you want to give to Jeff about the music, and I but did he's that never already. here. I know I that's that, what that's what that the myself. music request is. That's why I didn't bring it up, and now you just okay. fucked up the flow. This is what I'm talking about. See, I told a story, a fun story that he doesn't get to shit on, and he doesn't get to put music behind and kind of like point out. You know, I was kind of a fucking loser outside of the fucking podcast and his fucking comedy adventures. He's kind of a fucking dork. You don't get to do that right now because I had a fucking great weekend. And it's fucking, it's a bummer for you, it feels like. It's a true bummer for you. You're you're being such a little negative little Nancy right now. I don't like seeing my friends do well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, I, you would think that I made a Herald team this fucking weekend the way he's treating me. <laughs> and Brian was at the same fucking audition and Brian didn't get on. Now he doesn't want to talk to me. He's like, congratulate your black friend. All <laughs> that ally talk goes out the window. Congratulations on a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Buck up, Buttercup. Let's get that energy up, huh? We're doing chefs I prepared for you, goddammit. <laughs> I got I'm full of energy. All right, chefs. <clears throat> I, this might be a me and Jeff only record going from here on forward. Chefs, I prepared for you. Uh, well, I was prepared for me, actually. Uh, pork shoulder, white rice, cabbage, pickled red peppers, and parsley before I had a couple slices of pizza. That was my dinner. How Went was the pork shoulder prepared? Ooh, how did they prepare it? Probably roast. That's a roast thing, right? Uh, I think so, but then he also finished it on a skillet to give you crispy bits. He like cut off uh, pieces and was sautéing them in butter to get get them crispy, and it, like mixed in with the roasted juicy bits. And it was a nice contrast. Wow! But uh, the uh, cabbage, I believe, was Instapot cabbage. It was um, steamed in there, or whatever. Um, and then they had uh, they had smoked salt, finishing salts. There you go, Jeff. Gross. They were very good, actually, um, and that added nice flavor to the cabbage and to the uh, roast. This is the Asian dish. It was made by two white people. Right, but I'm looking at like white rice, cabbage, and pickled red peppers. Maybe pork shoulder. Do you know what kind of like seasonings were on the pork? We're talking like a miso thing. We talking a. I think it was miso. There you go. I like think a miso so. Glaze. It wasn't a glaze. I know that. I think it was just miso seasoning and salt. It was the seasoned salt and garlic as well. I don't know. Is this Asian, Brian? Is this? Hmm. Maybe. Still not giving me anything. All right, Brian. What'd you have? I'm. That was plenty. No, no, it's fine. What'd you have? Go ahead. Uh, chefs. Last night I prepared for you spaghetti with morels and miso brown butter sauce, mm-hmm. and I cooked all of that and yep. i went to the farmer's market on saturday and i got morels from the feast guy who sells mushrooms and him and i have a, a fun relationship where i go hey are these from local and he goes no that ended months ago these are from out of town and i go great here's the money and then i did that and then i cleaned the morels and it's then like I, twenty dollars right they were actually they were cheaper this time than last time i think maybe like 13 bucks for a quarter pound hmm. um uh, cheaper than weed and uh, a lot um, and uh, you know so you just like butter in the pan brown that butter up don't want to burn it get it going throw some garlic in there uh, dilute some white miso sauce and some water toss that in there 
Then you add your morels in there, cook them up, your spaghetti's going, throw it on and together, spin it up. You can add parsley to it. I'm not a fan of parsley. To me, it doesn't taste like anything, so why buy it? Um, but I topped it off with a little Pecorino Romano cheese on top. Why don't you put cilantro on it? A little black pepper because it tastes like soap. Okay. And, um, and, you know, and I would say that it tastes a little olive oil in there too to help the butter not burn. I would say that it tastes like a, uh, just like a kind of, a, just a basic um, cacio e pepe. It's a little better than that. But you got the morels, which are nice and cooked in the butter sauce and, uh, Morels are nice if you're in, if you're into mushrooms. They're they're a solid choice. Really got a good texture when you eat them, and you only are a little scared. And until this last time I talked that I cooked these, only a little scared that you'll die because there's mushrooms that look just like them that will kill you if you eat them. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff, what'd you make? No questions. I make a great meal for the first feel- time in episodes. Oh, Jeff, I, do you have any questions? I feel like I had one, but I may have just lost it. Because you yeah. started talking about the um, the mushrooms that'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. But I'm the same sounds... way. I had a question, and then he started said that, and I was like, I'm over it. <laughs> well, it, it had sounded... also had rice wine vinegar in it. It sounded like a good dinner. Why didn't you toast the bread? Oh, in that picture, because this dish needs toasted bread finished. So here's sometimes when you eat when you're in in, in Italy, um, they don't toast the bread. You just get bread. It's usually fresh bread, so it's a little better. But did you have some oil to dip the bread in? I yeah, I put a little olive oil on there. I also bought a fig balsamic from Whole Foods. Um, I tried a bit of that, and that was a little too tangy for me, so I didn't use that. I mean, he but says little. He did use a little. The the bread like had maybe like a splash of olive oil on it. I did like a little design on it. You don't go crazy with olive oil. That stuff is like a hundred million grams of fat per tablespoon. Not even. You get fifteen milliliters. That's all you need for bread. You'd be fine. That's one serving. Who measures by mill? We're in America. That's people who know how to cook measure with milliliters. I have tablespoons and I have teaspoons and I have a pinch. Those are my sizes. Hmm. And then then he's like, "How big is your dick? Couple of pinches." Yeah, a few pinches. So you get that BBL. Just a pinch. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> get that BBL. <laughs> Wait, they do. What's the B stand for in that version? No, no, I said Beef. BDL. That's yeah. there. You go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's. What I told I said Jamal too. before we did this. I was watching a Vice documentary on. Oh, BBLs. I, can't just, I so I was. This, this, uh, and sorry, now, this folks, is a little. He's, now he's awoke. He's awoken from his no, slumber to talk is, about so, the big dick energy. Go ahead. This 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 morning at work, I was um, recognized for five years of work. Nice. And uh, how did that make you feel? Because you're like, I've only done a year and a half of work. <laughs> Tell him. Um, I felt weird because you know because they were like Brian is this and this and this and it was like Brian's very funny and if you are chat and if you and if you can find it check out his Top Chef podcast. And I was like, oh, please don't mention my Top Chef podcast because it's mostly things like this mm-hmm. where we're talking, talking about, about dicks, BDLs. Yeah. Beefy dick. No. Pres- <laughs> <laughs> Beefy dick li- lift. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Brazilian. It is Brazilian. Yeah. Morals. I'm tricking a lot of people right now. They're buying a ticket to Beef Town. I'm going down to the beef doctors. It's the only place they'll do the work. I'm here for the BDL. Uh, 
near the wrong spot. Jeff, what did you ever do last night? Chefs, my wife has prepared for you mm-hmm. grilled chicken thighs with a side of sautéed zucchini. Okay, some, I have a question for and you. And some white wine from our box of wine that showed up in the mail. Ooh, box of wine in the mail. Look at you. We have switched places. So when you sautéed the zucchini, does it get slimy? Um, I It can, but uh, I actually don't like zucchini. I think it is trash. And my wife has figured out that if you just basically sear the shit out of it, so it's like mm-hmm. almost burnt, mm-hmm. I will eat it. Okay. She's, She's found a good middle like. ground. It's not quite burnt, but it's like not slimy because it's, you know, she crisped the shit out of it, you know? She learned what you like. You should marry her. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> it is one of the sloppier vegetables when you cook them. Was this a Zinfandel, this white wine? Or was it a Blanc? It was a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh-huh. I like a Sauvignon. That's what I cook my white wine sauces in. Sauvignon Blanc. Nice. Is, the, is Zinfandel even a real wine? Or is that just what you get in like, is that just like a barefoot brand? It's marketing. Yeah. yeah. Is it, I, I bet there's a section at the uh, liquor store on the corner here that knows me by name now. And I'm like, I don't drink these. I cook with them. And There's a look. Zinfandel section? Yeah, a whole z- a section that says white Zinfandel. And I'm like, huh? Ah. White Zinfandel. Man. Yeah, he's looking it up. These look bad. It's an off dry to sweet rose wine, which was invented by Sutter Home. Bam, that's a good brand. Boom. So, was so. this wine you're drinking last night, Jeff? Was it a Zinfandel? <laughs> No, no, it was <laughs> it was a Sauvignon Blanc from uh, I don't know either California or like New Zealand or some shit. Yeah, New Zealand makes some wines. Okay, grilled chicken thighs. Just anything to those? Pepper, salt, oil, skin on, um, bone on, crisp up the crisp up the skin or no? I think that they were boneless. Um. The rest of those things, I will defer to my wife as I was playing eight ball pool on my phone while she was preparing the meal. Yeah. So yeah. I wasn't paying that much attention, unfortunately. He's a fucking man. He was playing eight ball pool. If you're a man, prove it. Turn away from the thing and yell to your wife and ask her what the and say if the chicken head's skin on it or not. Ask and say what? Just say, hey, did the chicken have skin on it last night and how did you cook it? Oh, okay. Hey, Catherine, how was the chicken last night? How'd you cook it? She's not home. Okay, wow. We got BDL when the wife's not home for sure. <laughs> I was like, I mean, come back to the mic too quick. She hasn't had time to respond yet. And then she's she not home. There. I mean, she put it on the grill. We have a charcoal grill outside, so. She okay, so you up. get to taste that. Yeah, I got to taste dope. a little bit of that smoke, you know. <sighs> when it's I've... real smoke, that's fine. Yeah. You know, I got to go back yeah, to fake... Beach because they got a smoker and they want to do some smoked salmon. I'm pretty sure that your new friends are top chefs. And you're just not telling us yet. Mm, I'm keeping it quiet. You're out on the beach eating pork shoulder. I'm sure you were sending someone home. They did ask me, hey, 
would you want to cook for if we had a dinner party we'd pay you would you want to cook for a dinner party and, and just be funny and cook dinner as well and i was Is that like, a real question real question they offered me like 300 bucks and i said uh yeah that's a nice niche man yeah it was a real question that i got asked that's stress though what if you and, fuck it up? And here comes the downer. Here comes the downer. <laughs> shitting, shitting on my fucking su- possible happiness and success. What would you cook? Would they tell you what they wanted, or would you just? They would let you just like go to Whole Foods with five hundred dollars in thirty minutes and get whatever you can. And I'd come probably back and cook it. offer them like these are some things I know I can nail for your dinner, so that I know the dinner's gonna be good. I've got I've got seven good dishes. I think I can make a week's worth of dishes, and then substitute within those variations. So. Can you drop five on us right now? Monday through okay. Friday? Sure. Um, pan-seared uh, rotisserie spiced chicken with uh, roasted green beans. One. Um, uh, pan-seared but finished in the oven uh, cod filet with um, steamed broccoli. Two. Um, slow-baked salmon with um uh asparagus with uh almond and um parmesan cheese finish that's three um baked curry chicken with a curry pan sauce and roasted brussels sprouts that's four one more and you can get the point this is where we go wild because it's the fifth day of the week before god needs a rest right so Let's, Even God rested on Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So let's do a inch and a half cut uh, sous vide uh, ribeye that is um, pre-seasoned with uh, rosemary stems and garlic. And then let's pan sear that bad boy two and a half minutes each side when it comes out. Let it rest for 15 minutes. And while it's resting, we go ahead and make ourselves a delicious red pan sauce with more of that rosemary put that garlic back in there, infuse all these spices together, and then let's finish it off with a vegetable medley. Vegetable medley? Yeah. That's five. That's five. I do have a question. Mm -hmm. Is it all right as a guest if I drop a hot take on you, which might be Uh the hottest take, and we'll shoot the show to number one? Okay. Please. If you're going to start clipping stuff up for social media, this is my hot take. Mm Mm-hmm. Steak is the most overrated food. Wow. I mean, this has been Pod Chef, uh, episode 94. Thank you for listening. Um, most we're cutting overrated the episode, food. We're cutting the episode short because uh, Brian's out of here. He's he's lost his mind, and now my co-host has just turned coat no, on me. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> All right. Steak as a food is fine. However, if you take away the sauces that you might put on it, Mm-hmm. It always tastes the same. Have it you seems... had a sous vide steak? No, but do you put butter on it? No, not when I'm pan searing. No. Okay. I was just gonna say, like all steak tastes the same. Like it just tastes like some meat and some butter, and it it's mm. good. But like I've had steak like twice, and I'm like, okay. Like when does it get like, you know? How are you preparing this? Because I used to have this take on steak when I was younger, but that was because my dad and mom cooked the hell out of steak. 
Oh, no, no. I'm aware of that. Like, I, I know how to cook a steak. I'm talking about even when I go to, like, a nice steakhouse. I'm just, like, I eat it, and I'm, like, uh, I'm never, like, overwhelmed. I'm always completely just whelmed. I'm, like, yeah, you cook the steak fine, and you put butter on it, and there's some herbs. I know what all that tastes like. I If anyone is going to offer me a steak, I would rather just tell them to grind that shit up and make it into a cheeseburger for me. But that kind of sounds like how all food is then. Chicken's don't taste like chicken unless you do something to it. It's all kind of the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to point now also, if I'm cooking, a, if I know I'm making a pan sauce, I'll just put salt and pepper on the chicken and cook it all the way through and then let the pan sauce be the flavor. Because then it does taste like something different. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. I, I guess maybe my hot take is like, I just don't like steak. Have you had sauces with these steaks? Yeah, like sauce is good, but I don't need the steak to eat the sauce. You're right. Have you? You should go to, and this will be different. And it, and it's and it's and it's a sauce, so it's fine. And you know, that's whatever. But there's a place, um, in Florence, Italy. It's also in DC for some reason. I don't know why. There's two locations. Go to the one in Florence. Go to the <laughs> one in Florence. There's there's one in Florence and there's one in DC, and it's called Agua El Due, and they have a blueberry steak. And it's like a steak cooked in like a blueberry production sauce. sauce. Um, and it was wild and it was so good. And again, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, it's the sauce that's doing it, but hmm. it was great. Um, that's just me talking about going to Florence. I went to Florence. It was beautiful. <clears throat> I don't know. I have steak once a month and I do look forward to when I have a steak because it's a change of pace because it's always chicken and fish over here. That's true. I like chicken and fish and I used to buy, I used to do the steak every few weeks or every month. And after a while, I was just like, eh, you know what? I'd rather just get a White Castle, set a White Castle cheeseburgers and call it a day. I might like a burger more than a steak. I rarely do steak. I'll, if I'm at a restaurant for sure, and I know that they're going to make a banging burger, I'll choose that burger over the steak. I think, and this is to speak to Brian's point, you can dress up a burger more ways than you can dress up a steak to me. Mm -hmm. I think that's true. So well, a burger I do, has a whole outfit with it, you know? Yeah, like the steak is just naked. and I'm, no, Yeah, that's it's tight. Just naked like, and afraid. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Aqua Dewey in DC is closed. So now you, so you got to go to Florence. You got to go to Florence. That's cool. I'll just go next week. I'm ready. Dope. Yeah, do it. Get the blueberry steak. It was wild. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll tell them you sent me. And yes, please. They know me by name. Um, like Jamal's liquor dealer. Um, Jamal, this meal that you're cooking for your friends, any chance it's a bridal shower? Uh, uh, spoiler alert. We'll be right back after this. Pod Chef. All right, we're back. Pod Chef, episode 94. Top Chef, season five, episode five. Gail's bridal shower. Yes, the queen is getting married soon. We're back in time. Queen Gail. All hail Queen Gail. She's getting married, and this is a perfect example of uh, something's happening in one of the judges' lives, and instead of going and doing it off the show, they just made it part of the show. Brian's not listening. He's on his phone. I'm listening. Uh, so let's talk about it. I watched the So let's talk about it. Stefan is obsessed with Jamie. Stefan is obsessed with Jamie. We're seeing these opening shots. It's like, she's not into dudes, dude. Then we get to the quick fire. It's in a quick fire. It's a tournament of champions quick fire taste test where they had to play liar's dice version of taste testing. 
The chefs arrived in the Top Chef kitchen to find Post Padma Lakshmi alone with no guest judge. Where's Tom Colicchio? And Post Padma Lakshmi is the rapper version of Padma Lakshmi. She got tattoos all over her face mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she does a Mountain Dew commercial. Yeah. The chefs drew knives to choose their competitors. Each pair was taken into a darkened kitchen and given 15 seconds to taste a specific sauce. The contestants then had to bid on the number of ingredients they could they thought they could correctly name. Bids passed back and forth until one chef challenged the other to match the last place bid. If a complete list of correct ingredients was given, the challenged chef moved on to the next round. Naming any incorrect ingredients ended the round and the challenger moved on. Three chefs competed in the final round. It took place in a spelling bee style format and the winner received immunity from elimination. Put birds under that. This challenge um, had its good parts and it also had stupid parts in that you were allowed to say salt and oil. Mm. Why? Wow, that's an yeah. ingredient. But that's in everything. It's yeah, it's a little anything. bit of a it's a little bit How of a How do you make cream of me. wheat? How do you make cream of wheat? Salt. I don't. And I bet there's salt in it. But you don't put oil in it. See? It's not in everything. They didn't have cream of wheat. They had sauces. Every you, sauce is going to have oil in it. You said how do you? It's in everything, but it's not. I just said cream of wheat. It's not in cream of wheat. I stand I by. Said, also, nobody eats cream of wheat. That's because it's not I, called that anymore. Because white people changed it, so I can't find the Negro on the box. <laughs> so I know when to fucking I'm getting the right. Can we talk I, about this? <laughs> I I, you white wheat. people are sickening. <laughs> I go to the store looking for the same box. I'm like. Where I'm standing there at a loss. I'm like, where is this nigga? I'm looking around and I can't find him. And I'm like, where's the cream of wheat? And they go, oh, we changed the name of it. I was like, you guys need to send out a letter then. You need to tell black people that this is happening. Because I also went and looked for Aunt Jemima. That shit's called Old Milling something now. Yeah. Pearl Milling Company. Pearl Milling Company. This is the dumbest shit. But nobody eats cream of wheat. I eat cream of wheat. Black people do. do. Black people eat cream yeah. of wheat. Is, not, is cream not, of wheat... This is what bothers me. White people go through this effort to destroy our foods because they're so offensive. They don't even eat this shit. Like, fuck out of here. I want the black person on the box so I know what box I want to get. Stop a, fucking taking this shit from me. It's a black delicacy. Fucking, yeah, it's a black delicacy. Stop fucking up my shit just because you find it offensive. I don't say nothing about your dry-ass cereal. Just get, get yeah, I was going to say, is, is, the, is the white version oatmeal? Because my mom used to eat a lot of oatmeal. <laughs> it's it is, I think. It's oat bran. Oatmeal is for white people and cream of wheat is for black people. Yeah. And it used to have a black person on the box and now yeah. it doesn't. That motherfucker, I, I feel like I grew up with that motherfucker. I knew him. We, we, we were kins. And now I go there, I'm like, where's the cream of wheat? Oh, the cream of wheat's here. We just changed the box. A lot of our patrons found it offensive. Oh, a lot of your patrons, huh? If we took the Quaker Oats man off the oatmeal box, it would be like another January 6th. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Let that Quaker motherfucker get off that box. This would be an insurrection happening. Take the bounty guy off those paper towels. Jesus. Nah, he's no, cool, just man. change the bounty guy to a black guy. They'll be like, I'm not buying these bounty paper towels anymore. The black, the bounty man is white, damn it. Just like Santa Claus. But you're gonna fuck up my fucking breakfast shit. Why is the Quaker Oats guy allowed? He looks insane. 
I don't know. He doesn't talk look to like people. a nice man. Talk to your people. They don't listen to me. Y'all messing things up. What were we talking about? I just got real heated. Cream of wheat. The taste test. Not having salt in it. And I bet, <laughs> yeah. look, ingredients, if I look at the ingredients of cream of wheat and it's got salt and oil. It doesn't have oil. You're done, no, no, you, you don't. You don't put oil in cream of wheat. You I mean, you, I'm sure you could end. if you wanted to elevate it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can put butter at the end, something. but you don't put oil in really. And you don't, you don't, I don't really add salt. You, you add sugar. When I was a kid, you dump yeah. packets syrup, of sugar in it. Or and syrup. syrup. Yeah. And you know how I knew I was doing it right? Because that nigga on the box was giving me the thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we eating good today. <laughs> and now I don't have that feeling. So thank you, white people. <laughs> you, you took that from me. So in a way, it's more racist. <laughs> Either way, if it's a sauce, it's gonna have oil and salt in it, and probably garlic. Those are the th- everything. It's an everything and pepper. Jamal, I have a cream of wheat idea mm-hmm. for your cooking adventures. You should make uh, some sort of fancy polenta using cream of wheat, since it's basically oh. just black polenta. Oh, that sounds like that. It sounds like that would be good. Yeah, I have corn grits in my pantry because that's because I'm white. <laughs> corn grits? Yeah. That's just like the had. yellow grits, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. never had grits, actually. You know, I was what? always a cream of wheat guy. You got to be oh, on one oh. side of the aisle, I feel like. No, that's. We can't talk all this stuff about, you know, black breakfast foods and you haven't had grits. <laughs> I've right. had the bougie version of grits, which is cream of wheat. Nah, like cream of wheat is dessert grits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. B- bougie. High class. Yeah. I guess yeah, I maybe. can afford for the, the dental damage that's going to happen when I eat this sugary cream of wheat. That's crazy. I think you're going to get some reviews on this based on your- Good. We need some reviews. Not having yeah. it. And everyone who leaves a review, you have to buy it. You have to go find an original package of cream of wheat to leave your review on. <laughs> we have a- um. Uh, Carrie's dad bought us he bought some food over a few months ago and we have an Aunt Jemima box in our pantry right now is that worth money can I sell that probably yep. if you hold on to it nice I'm gonna keep it and you put should. it in my house people are gonna walk by and be like oh my god do you have Brian they're gonna hit Jemima yeah, box in his yeah. house yeah they're gonna have a whole discussion you guys I found something troubling did you know that Brian has like a slave pancake mix <laughs> And if I'm in that room, I'm like, this nigga got at your mama. <laughs> You're just stoked. <laughs> I'm like, man, I ain't seen at your mama in a long time. <laughs> this episode's so, yeah. gone off the fucking rails. Yeah, so they were doing stuff. They were doing, they had to taste the stuff and they were doing it as like, name that tune. And for whatever reason, the first one, he said three. And she was like, go ahead. Dude, you couldn't try more than that. She got shut yeah. down so quick. Three is <clears throat> so, so simple. And then as she messed up, she said, I've got such a good palate. Yeah. Can't believe I messed that up. And then Come what's up. his name? The guy who goes home this episode. Daniel. Daniel oh. was like, I feel like a winner today. Nah, son, you got nah. lost. Dude, Man. you packed in losses today. That dude's whole vibe. Uh, I, not what I was gonna say, but you guys bought him up. But yeah, I don't like no. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but I don't know. I don't know. He's no, you want to say that he's an idiot, and he he did come across as a big idiot this episode. 
He did come across as a big goof, I'll say that. Um, but my favorite part of the taste test segment was when the Pacific Rim guy uh, said that he can name four ingredients and proceeded mm-hmm. to get the first one incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, anytime I see anything like that happen on reality shows, I love it. Wait, who's the Pacific Rim guy? You talking about the Asian guy with the tattoos? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know where he was yeah. from. Yeah. So. He just I thought I thought you were referencing the movie the for movie, a second, yeah, and I was, I was like, like, "Who's he talking about?" I was like, "Which one of those dudes is fighting the big monster?" <laughs> I only <laughs> thought it was the Asian guy with the uh, tattoos. Like, I could see him in Pacific Rim. What's his name? Like Elliot, um, Eugene, something like that. Look, Jeff, you're asking us names of contestants. We don't do that here on Pod Chef. Okay, we forget people immediately. It is right? Eugene. It's Eugene. We've been watching this show for years now. I couldn't tell you anyone's names. Yeah. If you I didn't win, I don't know your name. This and even if you did win, I don't know. This information is in that theme song, so I yeah. should know this. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let, let's talk about this. Hosea wins. Good for him. He's going to, um, you know, he's going to spend. He, he wins this quick fire, which proves he's not a liar. He, he won Liar's Dice, except he is lying to his spouse back at home because he's flirted with Leah too much. Um, what is Liar's Dice? So that's what this is, is literally Liar's Dice, but cooking it. You've never heard of Liar's Dice is what pirates used to play. Like they have dice and they would roll them around in a cup, turn them over, and you can't see the dice. And you'd, you'd guess like oh, two man. threes. And then someone would say three fives. And if someone says like four fours, you'd be like, liar. And like you have to open up your dice. And if you lied, they, I think they'd kill you when you're a pirate, but. I played a game called Skulls with cards, which is similar, but this isn't similar because they're not tasting the dice. I know. I said this is the chef version of Liar's Dice. <laughs> okay. You've... It's been nonstop, Jeff, and I'm so happy you're here because it's been nonstop <laughs> since I told a fun story that he has just been <laughs> after me this entire episode. And I'm so happy that you know I have a witness here. I, I, I witness it, but... Uh, I would just also like to say that the taste test aspect of every uh, cooking show is my favorite. So I do appreciate that this was the episode that I had to watch. Yeah. All right. It's a well, good that's one. Good. I like the blind taste test more. I think that's better than this. Agreed. I don't know. I thought this was more challenging. Because I, I you t- both got to look at it and go, let's see whose palate's better, mine or yours. I like the idea of them one-upping each other. I think that's fun. Yeah. Let's talk about this elimination challenge, which is just, you know, the top chef judges doing extracurricular stuff during the show. The chefs prepared a four-course meal for top chef judge Gail Simmons' bridal shower. Each course had to be inspired by one of the lines of the traditional wedding rhyme, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Something made of stew. Something that used to row crew. Um, the chefs drew knives to determine the teams. Each team was given 30 minutes and a budget of $800 to shop at Whole Foods Market and two and a half hours of prep time for their dishes. Let's talk about the, you can't say this on TV anymore, clip of the week. Let's hear it. For cooking for my bridal shower tomorrow evening. You're welcome. I am very excited and pumped to uh, cook for her bridal shower. I think she's going to be a hot bride. There will be about... I'm very excited, uh, pumped. Uh, I think she's going to be a real hot bride. Dude, this was my first insane. red flag with Daniel. <laughs> yep. That's, that's a good red flag. Your red flag uh, detector is working. Uh, yeah, that's the first thing you said. I was like, I can't say that to you anymore. I think she's going to be a real hot bride. Yeah. 
Uh, let's just let's just can we? She's gonna be a real hot bride. <laughs> can we skip to them just going to uh you know they go to Whole Foods and Carla does something very funny. This is what I'm calling couples shopping 101. Peeps. Is something that my husband and I say when we go out and we can't find each other one of us will say hootie and the other one will say who you know so it's a call it's a two-part call now we're all married when you guys go shopping do you have a system like that uh yes I go shopping alone <laughs> okay that yeah that's a good system that fixes that issue you never get lost no, my system is I have to hold my wife's hand the whole time. And if I start touching stuff, I put my hands in my pockets. And she said, don't touch anything. And they go in the pocket and my hands come out. Then I have to leave the store. I'm all trying to touch things. And Jamal's not even listening at all. He's in his phone. I am. I Talking actually to his North Beach friends. <laughs> trying to trying to set up this $300. Um, Say your Jamal, thing again. Jamal, what did I just say? No, I won't. No. We're gonna unpack this. One time, Jeff, one time I yawned on the show. <laughs> and I was still listening and cognizant of everything that was happening on the show. And Jamal lost his fucking mind. Just now I told a very funny joke that wasn't. Yeah, real. you said you ha- you hold hands with Carrie. There was more to it than that. What else did I say? That's the gist of it. No, there was a whole other part to that joke. What else was it? Uh Carrie, if you're listening to this, uh, Text me the answer because I don't remember. This is your host, folks. This is your host. This is your first chair. I'm not allowed to be second chair. But it's not Jamal, that you're not allowed. You tried out for it and you failed. Was just in his phone, not listening to me at all. Reeves, please come back. Oh, I have a question. Oh, thank uh, you please. for saving us. Thank you. What is Reeves's last name? We're not allowed to say it on the podcast. Yeah, we actually can't say it on the we'll podcast. We'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> can't say oh. it on here. All right, cool. Also, I'm not allowed to sign it in the air to you on the podcast or uh, spell it and hold up a piece of paper. So, okay. Can't do anything like that. He Don't thinks that it's keeping him separate, but we tag his wife and stuff all the time. All the time. All the time. When she used to edit the podcast, we tagged her constantly. Yeah, literally. If anyone wants to follow, find out where he's at, just look at the tags. Um, Jamal, I said that I put my hands in my pockets in the store. I would take them out and touch things. My wife makes me leave. That's what I said that you missed. It's mm. very funny. And mm. you were too busy texting. Mm. Hold on. I got a text. No, I'll wait now. Let's all be quiet. This is this is how Jamal wants the show to be. We all just don't say anything for seconds. Nope. No. Shh. shh. Nope. Text nothing. Is done. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Let's all look at our phones. Let's all, all right. look at our phones. You guys look at your phones. I'm moving on with the show. Nope. I'm not so, listening. So <clears throat> I think one team isn't taking Gail's bridal shower very serious. And it's Danny's team because I think Danny's more. Uh, his team is more focused on what the women look like there instead of actually doing this challenge. So Hosea comes out. Remember that, uh, Jeff, when he's super nervous and his hands are shaking when he's trying to deliver yeah. the, the food? That was intense. I don't know what was going on there. Um, I, mean, I don't know if he was just nervous being around that many women or he was nervous about the trifecta of tomatoes that he they put on that dish. Are you a tomato fan? I I do enjoy tomatoes. Uh, I've been learning about tomatoes and what kind of like inflammation they may cause lately. So my relationship is a little uh, tense with them right now. Mm. But overall, we've had a, a pretty good relationship for at least the better part of my life. Hmm. I didn't know tomatoes might cause inflammation. Is that just to you or is that in general? 
I think it's a general thing since it's in the nightshade family, but like, I don't understand, like this is getting into like a a realm of sort of like food occultism that I'm not fully Mm -hmm. um, uh, informed about. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I'm doing a food podcast by myself, so I definitely don't know. I guess I'll weigh in since I know more about this than Jamal does. It's your best friend, Tom Brady's thing. He doesn't eat nightshades. It got all in the news because he doesn't eat tomatoes. There we cause go. inflammation. Yeah, I'm trying to all like right. you know keep playing in the NFL for a few more years too. So what I'm are the other nightshades? I think eggplant might be one. Eggplant's one of them. Never had eggplant in my life. Really? Yep, never had it. And grits, man. And grits. You've had okra. I think I did once, and I was like, Ugh. "Have you ever had chitlins?" No, my mom specifically banned that in our house. She said, I'm not waking up and smelling any kind of chitlins in my house. So I know it stinks. Yeah, it smells real bad. I've not had bad. that. Yeah. I that's do like that the, that, the, that the spelled out name is Chitterlings. That's very fun to me. Yeah, but that's not how we be saying it. <laughs> <laughs> if that was in a, a, a black school's uh, spelling bee, everyone would get that wrong. Be like, uh, your word is chitterlings. Like, uh, can you use that in a sentence? They made chitterlings for breakfast. Oh, you mean chitlins? <laughs> Y'all saying it wrong. <laughs> See it? <laughs> he spells it. Uh, I'm sorry, that's wrong. No, <laughs> I spelled it right. Get that R out of there. And the G. <laughs> Okay, Danny sabotaged Carla's dish by putting mushrooms on it. I don't know what the fuck that was. What the fuck? How can that? you just come up to someone's dish and go, "Yeah, I think these mushrooms would go well with your dish," and I haven't tasted them at all? Red flag number two. Red flag number two. Um, why don't we go to the definitely can't say that clip of the week? No, no, I'm yes. telling you no. Say yes. No, say yes. Stefan's playing the game for sure. He's cocky. He's trying to. You know, picket people. He sees his competition. He knows his competition. You know he has the hots for me. Isn't yeah, that funny? Jamie, big time. He has the hots for the lesbian. I got the hots for the lesbian. <laughs> me and Jamie, we kind of have like an edgy thing going on. If you win the challenge, I get a kiss. Aren't I lucky? You can kiss my cheek if we win. No, the you kiss my mouth. No. No, no, no more tongue on bullshit. No. Like hey, look. Oh God! I can't believe we're even having this discussion. Name a TV show where you can like basically. Sexually harass someone on camera. Any dating reality show? Mm-hmm. You nailed it. Any Netflix Netflix dating reality show? Thank you. Uh, so, did you nope. say was it this clip or a different clip where she says, "Does the word lesbian mean nothing to you?" Or no, she might say lesbo. <laughs> Does the word lesbo mean nothing to you? I think she said it in this clip, or she said it sometime during this episode. Yeah, Maybe I, I didn't clip it. I think but. it was that clip. Um. <clears throat> and that's Stefan. Um, that's Stefan. He's the guy who looks like the bad guy from Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and also one of the guys from Better Call Saul who builds the underground thing. And um, yeah, what he's doing in this clip, if you didn't notice, he was um, sexually assaulting Jamie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by demanding that she that she kiss him if he won. And when she said no, he um, kept going. Yeah. Uh, so we'll uh, move on from that. 
uh, we got a shot at one point in time of Tom eating in the back by himself. That was like the first introduction of Tom all episodes to him, just a cutaway to him just eating. I didn't even know he was there. I love when Tom eats by himself. Man. He's not invited to nope. the um, bridal shower, so he has to eat in the yeah. back by himself. He literally was like, he showed up. They were like, oh, Tom, you're here. He was like, well, I mean, I'm not going to interrupt. I'm not going to I'm not gonna be out here. Don't worry about it. And he was just in the back tasting all the food, making a lot of faces. I mean, he did say that he tried to go out there a few times. He kept doing that thing where he kept being like, hey, uh, you guys uh, need anything? Or, you know, uh, bring you something from the back. And yeah. we would sit down. And they'd be like, get out of here, Tom. Go, like, Tom. Oh, okay, yeah. And then he'd come back 20 minutes later. Oh, hey, whoa, someone just told me to come in here and, like, said something was wrong. I had to come in here and, like, check check something out and, like, sit down. And they were like, no, everything's fine. And then he was like, you guys know that I'm the bad judge, right? Mm-hmm. Let me eat with you. And it was a real Michael Scott situation. Super. It was a Scott's Tots situation, really. Mm-hmm. He made a um, promise. I can't watch that episode. <laughs> that episode. I also skip it. I also skip it. I yeah. love that episode. It's like, I, love it's it. I like, watch it every time peak cringe comedy and it's just oh too much God. for me i the part where he gets to me and he tells them that he lied oh i go that's right that's reality folks just got hit with a big train of reality don't ever put your hopes in a white man coming to save you you all learned something very powerful today be wary of any man coming to save you to say i'm gonna take care of your future bullshit bullshit so we're out. at um, elimination table um, at the judges table and Daniel is still happy that his dish even though it's being ripped apart by Tom he's got no self-awareness that's red flag number three and four. you're out that's that's three three red flags you're out three fl- red flags you're out that's how soccer works that's how you play soccer folks so and those who aren't from Europe we're teaching you now that's soccer speaking of soccer I watched Ted Lasso last night first season it's pretty good you watched all the first season last night. <clears throat> I literally watched 10 episodes last night. Pretty good show. Yeah, it's pretty good. Let's listen to Tom give basically the most speaking he did all episode is Tough Talk Clip of the Week. No, it just lacked a little bit of texture. I didn't care for the dish. It reminded me of blue. It gave me the blues. It was just a sad plate. And everything was fine. But it just, it, again, it was like another one of those safe. It was the complete opposite of what they did. So that was the tough talk clip of the week. And who do you guys think got eliminated in this show that they were showing a lot of, and there's a lot of red flags and he just didn't seem like to be a human being. I feel like Tom was way tougher on the other team Mm -hmm. in terms of like the tough talk or tough Tom clip of the week. Like he went ham on David and David like, and his like dead vacant eyes just didn't even seem to, comprehend that he was getting ripped apart you mean daniel yeah what was i saying david you said david but then he like sent them away right yeah he sent them away so they could talk and then it's like get out of my sight yeah he sent the other team away he was like you won't be going home then he did say so the right before the elimination he did like kind of get tougher and was like if i had my druthers oh yeah all three of you home i'd send all three of you home and carl was like me I didn't make them mushrooms. So let's listen to Daniel get let's listen to Daniel get illuminated. Daniel, please pack your knives and go. Thank you. 
I was very upset they eliminated me. I didn't think I should have been eliminated at all. I don't think the judges got really what I was doing. This is me. What's You're up? going? Yeah, I'm going. Really? Yeah. It's all right, whatever. I think if I would have thrown people under the bus, I would have been here longer. Will you, um, you do one thing for me before you leave? Yeah. Yes, Will you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Chili, chefs. Bye, Bye. Chef. Bye, Danny. Take care. I do feel like they made the wrong decision, but there's nothing I can do. It's out of my hands. You know, there's wrong decisions in, in football games. You know what I mean? Barry Sanders runs the ball. The guy grips the back of his jersey. The refs didn't see it, but all the fans saw it. So everybody's booing. You know what I mean? The ref makes the final call, and there's nothing you can do. What <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> How did he start from saying goodbye on the show to getting to a very, like, awful awfully juggled football <laughs> analogy that he couldn't land. I think he was drunk. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so that clip was uh, too long, but we had to get to that last part <clears throat> to hear his goodbye. Brian, where is Daniel now? According to his LinkedIn, uh, since 2017, he is the executive chef at, at Meadowbrook Club in Oakdale, New York. Oakdale. Now, is that upstate New York, Oakdale? Tell you in one second. Nah, baby, it's Long Island. Long Island. Oh, that seems went to back fit. to. Yeah, you went back to Strong Island. I got it. it's, it's a country club. So there's probably a lot of real hot brides there. Mm-hmm. He's probably doing nothing but bridal showers, cooking for hot brides, slamming ass, probably making the same meal for the last fifteen years. He put mushrooms in everything. Mm-hmm. That he Sneaky doesn't mushroom taste. in everything. Yeah. Mushrooms that he puts his hands in and then like touches other stuff and then puts them back in. And, like, There's a lot of mushroom <laughs> touching. I did that With, the other day when I washed my mushrooms. I put them in a little salt water. You got to smush them. I think I, uh, I think I actually finally understood what he was going for when you know he says that in his goodbye speech. I think he was trying to do like a reverse taste test with the judges mm. by putting on items that. No one had tasted at all. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made the judges go, "What is this? I don't know. Yeah. This, who can name what this is?" And yeah, they're supposed like, they're supposed can... to pick how many ingredients yeah. they can name that were yeah. you know in the mushrooms. Yeah, and they couldn't but, do it. They didn't, they didn't get it. So they sent them home instead. If only there was Last Chance Kitchen in these seasons. You know, I'd love to see him in Last Chance Kitchen. Have to redo a bridal shower competition. All right, we've hit the end of this episode, which is called Jamal and Brian Break Up. Uh, Jeff, do you have any plugs? Uh, not really. Um, I guess just go to – actually, no, I was going to plug making more podcast music for people, but I actually don't have a website. So uh, just follow me at Jeff Ray Films on Instagram and uh, ask me questions. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Brian, do you have anything else? What's that? We're doing the ending of the show, and I just simply asked you if you had anything else for the show. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, I think I'm good. All right. Uh, until next week, uh, we'll figure out a- No, wait. Here we go. Uh-huh. No, I got nothing. All right. We'll figure out a host and the host. Wait, did situ- you ask Jeff if he wants to be the host? Uh, well, 
Jeff, I assumed you're too busy, but Jeff, do you want to be the co-host? Uh, yeah, I'm down, man. I got nothing going on. Great. We'll we'll have a conversation. You're hired. We'll have a conversation about schedules offline. All right. There's a good chance oh. that you will conflict. Jamal makes it very hard to schedule follow-ups. Does uh does Gail listen to the show? Yes. Yeah. All all of them listen to the show. What's up, Gail? Thank you. And she's been asking why no one says hello to her. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got hello, Gail. You got to give them all attention. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. All right, so Brian, you don't have anything for the exit. Uh, all right. No, all I know is that women like attention, but they don't like to make their own food. Glad I didn't say that. Oh, that's that what, was that's uh, what Stefan said. That was no, no, no. Uh, Fabio said that, right? Fabio said that, and that was actually kind of a, a bar, if I may say so myself. I was like, oh, well, kind of clever. And I guess. Hey, until- who's the rapper now? <laughs> <laughs> Me. Until next time, we'll. Uh, Back our knives and go. This is fun. This is great, guys. You guys got something here. This is fun.